Glory be to God in the eyes of our mercies. Good, beautiful morning to you all. God bless you abundantly. And it is everything in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for always giving our time to listen to our podcast. God bless you so well. And it is everything in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you abundantly. All that you untouched remains blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. So, we're back. And we're back again. Alright. So, this beautiful morning, what am I teaching you today? Okay, I noticed something in the lives of some Southern Christians. I noticed that most of the Christians I've actually studied, observed, most of them does not really understand why we fast and pray. Or most of them does not really understand why fasting and prayer is so important in our lives and in that journey with God. So the title for today's podcast is Why Fasting and Prayer? Alright? Why Fasting and Prayer? So I'm going to be explaining some certain things for you today and I would want you to listen to this podcast with your heart opened. Why? So that you can be blessed by what I'm about to say. Amen. Alright. So that you can be blessed with what I'm about to say. Good. So, firstly, you need to understand that either you fast or you pray. Are you listening? Either you fast or you pray. There is a reward for it. Amen. There is a reward for it. Either you fast or you pray. Okay, turn Bible to me too. Matthew, let's start from the the 6th chapter and scroll down to the 16th verse. Alright, Jesus said, And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, which rather look pale and deceived, so people will admire them for their fasting. I assure you, that's the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. Then no one will suspect you fasting except your father who knows what you do in secret. And your father who knows all secrets will reward you. Can you see that? So either you fast or you pray, there is a reward for it. There is what? A reward for it. Do you understand it now? There is a reward for it. Amen. There is a reward for it. Okay. When you go to the that same chapter and you go to the fifth verse you're going to see and jesus said and now about prayer when you pray don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them i assure you that is all the reward they would ever get can you see now that either you fast or you pray there is a reward for it okay but when you pray go away by yourself shut the door behind you and pray to your father secretly then your father who knows all secret reward you can you see that so either praying or fasting there is a reward you get for it now it is important that you know that first so i want to ask you a question now look at the high number of people that prays and fast and still nothing ever changes no changes at all even when the bible says when you pray and you fast you have a reward for it but this guy's been praying the fasting nothing ever changed that's why I'm, I'm going to talk about it. 
on this podcast today. Why fasting and prayer? Why? Okay. It is important that before you can get the expected result, you must do it in the right way. Before you can achieve the expected result, you must do it in the right way. There is a particular way beans cake is being done in Nigeria. So you want to make a beans cake now, then you're trying to do it the wrong way to get that beans cake result. No, it's never going to be possible. You've got to do it the right way. You want to pray and fast to get the reward, the Bible said, you've got to do it the right way. That's just the logic. All right. People think when you fast and you pray, it is this religious thing that um, you must just do, just do it, just do. No, it's not just. It's not just that. All right. Let me tell you the things that happens, or let me tell you the benefit of fasting. I'll tell you the benefit of fasting, the benefit of praying while fasting, the benefit of studying God's word while fasting. Okay. The first one now is when you fast. Number one. You are putting your sinful nature under subjection. That moment when you're fasting, what you're doing is you are trying to tell the Holy Spirit that you want Him to be on top and your flesh should be beneath. You want the Holy Spirit to have the control and not your flesh. That's one. Now, when you're fasting, you, you know you are without food, so your flesh does not have strength. So that moment, all right, that moment you are you are um, making your flesh hungry without food, you know, before Satan can use you now, you've got to have food inside that stomach. Before your flesh can control you now, you've got to have food inside that stomach. Before you can start to lust against someone, you've got to have food inside that stomach. Before you can think of stealing other people's things, you've got to have food inside that stomach because you've got any strength. Yeah, now. So you're fasting now without food, you don't have anything inside. You're punishing that flesh. You're putting that flesh on the subjection. You're telling the Holy Spirit to take the control over your flesh and not your flesh. Having the control over, over the spirit. That's what you're doing. That's what fasting and prayer does for you. Fasting does for you. It keeps your flesh into subjection. It keeps your flesh into subjection. So, the Holy Spirit is now in control. Of your flesh and not the flesh in control of the spirit. You know what the Bible says? For they lost against each other. These two are on contrary. What the spirit wants is the total opposite of what the Holy Spirit, the flesh wants. What the flesh wants is the total opposite of what the spirit wants. They are on contrary. Okay? So now, when you fast, what you're doing is you're putting that your flesh, your sinful nature, into subjection. In that moment, what you do while fasting is what matter. It's not how long you fast. Some people start to fast 40 days because the Bible says for Jesus fasted 40 days. Forgetting that what Jesus was doing during the 40 days is what matters. It's not the duration of the fasting. It's not the duration of the fasting. What he was doing during the 40 days is what matters. Now, the second thing fasting does for us, aside from making the Holy Spirit in control and putting the flesh on the subjection, is you function 
in and from the spirit. Do you get that? Were you able to catch it? You function in and from the spirit. You know now, your flesh does not have any strength at all. Your flesh is now under subjection because you are fasting. So you're putting your flesh under subjection. The Holy Spirit has the control. So now the Holy Spirit is in control. Then that means you're functioning in and from the Spirit. Are you following? Are you understanding in the door? Alright. You're functioning in and from the Spirit because your flesh does not have any control. It doesn't have any control. So fasting puts your flesh under the Spirit. And it makes you function in and from the Spirit. Now the Spirit now has the control. So the Spirit is the one in control of your mind. Not your flesh. Amen. Are you understanding it? Alright. So that's that about fasting. Now prayer. It is important you pray while fasting. Not just praying blindly, but praying in the right way. When you're fasting, pray in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. You can also pray in your understanding, but spend most of your time praying in the Spirit. Because what prayer does for you is it activates your spirit. The Bible says, for if I pray in tongues, my spirit prays. Do you know how beautiful it is when your spirit is praying? So prayer, doing fasting, activates your spirit. Prayer, not even doing fasting now. Just praying. Your spirit is activated. And you know what it means when your spirit is activated? The more of the activation of the spirit that occurs, the more of the spirit you become. The more of the activation of the spirit that occurs, the more of the spirit you become. The more you give yourself to prayer, the more of the spirit you become because you activate the spirit. Before you know it, the spirit starts to reflect in your life. People start to see you and fall under the anointing because you've become more like the spirit. Amen. Are you following? Are you understanding it at all? <laughs> Hallelujah. And now the last one, the word of God. The Bible says, For man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. When you study God's word while fasting, you are feeding your human spirit. You are feeding your spirit man. You are feeding the Holy Spirit. Because we understand through God's word that the word of God is also food. But not carnal food, but a spiritual food. So when you when you dwell on God's word, you are feeding your spirit man. You are feeding your spirit man. You are feeding your spirit man. And you know what happens? Growth start to occur. Grow. Growth start to occur. Growth start to occur. This is the impotence of fasting and prayer. This is why you should fast and pray. You see some Christians, they still baffled with baffled, they still struggle with sin because they have not given themselves to fasting. They haven't. When you give yourself to fasting, before you know it, the Holy Spirit will grab all of the control of your mind. It will start to control your mind. You won't think all of those negative things anymore because now the Holy Spirit is in control. 
The things you used to do, you will no longer do them because now the Holy Spirit is in control. Amen. That's why fasting and prayer is important. You know, you're still battling with evil thoughts. Give yourself to fasting and prayer. With the way I've just explained, give yourself to it. Not just a day thing, two days thing. No. Continuously. To give yourself to it continuously. Continuously. Before you know it, you no longer have those bad thoughts anymore. Before you know it, fear disappears. Before you know it, nonsense lost disappears. Because now you have given the Holy Spirit the control over your flesh. When you go without food and you are in the presence of God, that's what you're doing. You're putting your flesh under the subjection of the Spirit. Telling the Spirit that the Spirit should take control of your flesh. And vice versa, when you spend most of your time on carnal things, you're telling the flesh to take control. Some people used to pray very well before. But you see, since when they start to encourage, they start to entertain all of these nonsense carnal things in their mind, they are now weak in prayers. Some study God's word every day. But since when they start to encourage, entertain carnal things, they study that word once in one month. And they think it's fine that way. That's how it is. If you spend your time doing carnal things, carnal, the, the flesh will be the boss. It will be the, con- the controller of your mind. And the spirit won't have any control over your mind because you're spending your time doing carnal things. But when you spend your time doing spiritual things, the flesh would have no say over your mind. And don't forget, the action that are being released on the physical is as a result of what dwelled in the mind. It's as a result of what is in one's mind. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. God bless you abundantly. And it is very serious in Jesus' mighty name. If you don't understand, I want you to listen and listen again, over and over again, alright, till it blesses you. Thank you so much and God bless you abundantly. And also, try to rate us and drop your review, it's so important. And you know you have the power to support our podcast financially, please do. Don't hesitate, we need your financial support so as to serve you better. Don't hesitate at all, we need your financial support. God bless you so well, and it is well with you in Jesus' mighty name. Don't forget... In him we live, move, and never have been. Shalom.